ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Before we go any further, folks, let me ask you a question. Do you get that drowsy feeling in mid-afternoon? If you do, you'll be interested in a suggestion that I'm going to make. It certainly pays to keep alert on the job. Well, here's what to do. Just dissolve a few Horlicks malted milk tablets in the mouth whenever you feel that drowsy feeling coming on. That's a simple enough plan, isn't it? Well, you'll be surprised how they pep you up, put new energy into you, without spoiling your appetite for dinner at night. How do they do it? Well, they contain all the good nourishment, all the sustaining qualities of Horlicks malted milk powder itself. They're really just Horlicks powder in handy tablet form. They're not expensive either. You can get a big flask of these tablets for only a quarter or a handy pocket-sized one for just a dime. Try them tomorrow. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. There was quite a bit of excitement yesterday down at the circus grounds. Squire Skimp had insisted on Abner acting as lion trainer. And Abner conceived the idea of putting a glass partition in the cage, which could not be seen from the audience, and yet would permit him to go in the cage without danger. Well, the plan worked fine until the lion crashed through the glass partition right on top of Abner. So as we look in on the old fellows today, we find Lum down at the Jotham Down store. Abner has just entered. Listen. Well, for goodness sakes, Abner, <laughs> you must have been worse hurt than I thought you were. Oh, no, I ain't bad hurt. Elizabeth offed all these bandages around on me, said she's afraid that some of them places I might get inflected. Well, that's right, too. That lion must have scratched you a heap worse than we thought he did. No, no, it weren't the lion so much as it was that glass he broke. I don't think he scratched me much at all. <laughs> I believe he's about as scared as you was. He <laughs> that glass. I never seen such a surprised look on a critter's face in my life. Well, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean the lion, though. Oh, yeah, of course. He never knew that glass was there. Yeah, I don't believe that's a very good idea in the first place, putting that glass partition in there. No, I know now that it ought to have been made out of iron or something like that. I, ne I never thought about him jumping through it, you know. I... <laughs> Just allowed that he'd sort of catch the glass with his nose there and see he couldn't get through it. Yeah, well, it's a good thing it scared him, for he'd have clawed you to pieces there before we got you out of that cage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I believe I could go in there now, though, Lum, and he'd be scared to jump at me. Well, now, don't you go trying it now. Oh, no, I ain't. I, I just said I believe. Well, ain't no use for me and you to try to make animal trainers out of ourselves, Abner. We just ain't cut out for that kind of work. No, I, I don't believe we are neither, Lum. Thing for us to do is just get Squire to hire somebody to do all them things he's been wanting us to do and forget about it ourselves. Yeah. Granny, he might not have had me talked into laying down on one of them elephants, letting that elephant sit down on me. For the land. And he ought to have been flattering a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, the reason that Squire wanted us to do it, you know, Lon, was to save expenses. Yeah, but you notice he ain't taking no chances in being ed up by no animal or nothing. He's picking on being a ringmaster and a barker. Yeah, uh, barker. Yeah, barking out in front. Well, what's he going to do that for? Well, to get folks to come inside the tent. I don't see how that'll get him in there. Looks to me like that'd run them off. 
That's the way old Lee, that dog of mine, runs folks off of our place over there by barking at them. Yeah, well, that ain't the kind of barking he's going to do, though. He ain't going to bark like no dog, if that's what you mean. Yeah, what's he going to bark like? He ain't going to bark like nothing. He's just going to stand up on the platform out there and give the folks a big talk about what we've got on the inside of the tent. Oh, he's going to make a speech, then. Well, yeah, that's what it is. Ain't going to bark at all, huh? No, that's what they call it in the circus business, a barker. Oh, well, I can't get used to this circus talk. I ain't got to out doing his names for things that I ever seen yeah. in my life. <laughs> like Squire calling them lions and tigers cats all the time. Well, quick as Grandpap gets back, we'll go over and see Squire and tell him we, he's just going to have to hire some animal trainer. Uh, where about your Grandpap at? Oh, he had to make a deliver over at Sister Simpson's boarding house a while ago. Uh-huh. I don't want to leave the store here till he gets back. Huh? No, we'll have all we can tend to, Abner, looking after the business end of the circus. Yeah. Selling tickets and buying feed for them animals and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to look after the money end of it now, me and you. I, I, I just don't trust Squire too far, you know. I've still got my doubts about him paying any $50 for that steam calio. Well, now, Abner, you don't want to start right out mistrusting Squire. You've got to learn to have more faith and confidence in your fellow man. You ought to be ashamed of yourself doubting Squire that way. Besides, I've done called up the feller he bought it off of and asked him how much Squire paid for it, and he said $50 was the price, all right. Yeah, well, I reckon that I was wrong in specialing Oh, yeah. I never doubted him a minute, especially after I talked to that feller about it. Well, I believe that Squire knows the circus business all right. You can tell that the way he's going ahead and doing things, you know. I just hope that we can make some money out of it, and that's what I hope. Yeah. We've tried might now everything else and ain't had no success. Yeah, we've had some pretty hard knocks, all right. Yeah. But it's like that old lettered saying, everything comes to him who waits. Everything comes to who? Him. Him who waits. Well, who's him? Uh, whoever you're talking about. Well, I ain't talking about nobody. You're the one that said that. Well, I was talking about us. Uh, uh, which one of us? Well, both of us. When I said everything comes to him who waits, I mean us. Well, why didn't you say us, and you said him? Well, that's the way the saying goes, Abner. Wouldn't sound right to say everything comes to us who waits. Well, if you're talking about us, why, it sounds all right. I don't see no use in beating around a stomp about it. If you mean us, why, say us. Well, Abner, that's just an expression. Folks won't get impatient, just sit back and wait. They'll eventually get what they want. Well, I do know. Well, when did they find that out? Oh, that's an old editor saying they've known that for a long time. Well, for goodness sake. You you mean that all a feller's got to do to get something just to sit back and wait for it? Yes and no. Which? Which what? Which does he have to do? Well, according to the old saying, if he waits long enough, you get it. You make a success of himself. Now, I dog it. I reckon old Bob Rollins is right then after all. Bob Rollins. Yeah. What's he got to do with it? Well, if everything comes to him at waits, why, I reckon he'll get that railroad job that he's been waiting for. Oh. <laughs> you know, his woman has been taking in washings now for 15 years, making a living for the family. He says, you know, he's a railroad man. He can't do no other line of work. And yeah. He's waiting for him to build a railroad through Pine Ridge here, you know. Yeah. No, he says that. Yeah, and I always thought he's just out and out laziness, but... <laughs> I see now what he's doing. He, he's waiting to be a success. Instead of him going to the railroad, why, he's trying to bring a railroad to him. Well, I don't believe that'll work out very well on Bob, though, Abner. 
You can't just sit and wait. You've got to be a go-getter, too. A uh, go-getter? Yeah. Well, you can't be both of them. You can be a waiter or you can be a go-getter, but you have to stop waiting, you know, whenever you go get, because when you get up to go get, well, you have to stop waiting. Oh, you for can't... goodness sakes, Abner, you'd run a body plumb start crazy. Well, how can a fella go get something and wait at the same time? I don't know. You're getting me mixed up now. What was it I said? Yeah, I forget myself now just what it was. Yeah, just let it go, let it go. Uh, here comes Squire Skimp out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can tell him what we decide about training them animals. Yeah, I want to get out of that if we can't, Mom. Well, it just came but one thing to do, and that's for us to just come right out flat-footed and refuse to do it. Yeah, but I, I don't believe Squire's going to like that, though, Mom. Well, wait a minute here. Poking this way, me and you is the bosses down there. We own the circus. Uh-huh. Squire's working for us. I know that's right. Why, he's been bossing me around down there to where I'd plumb forgot about that. Why, sure we are. Well, I'll just let him know some fault. Now, wait a minute. I better mind out what you're saying there. No. Uh, howdy, Squire. Yeah, come in, Squire. Come in. Well, uh, howdy, man. I've uh, been looking all over for you. Been waiting for you to show up over at the circus ground. Been waiting for it. Well, if you'd just waited long enough, Squire, why, we'd have been there. You know, everybody comes to him that waits. Uh... Yeah. Shut up, Abner, for goodness. Well, men, I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you. I don't want to have no hard feelings over it now, but, uh, well, uh, for the good of the circus, I, I believe we ought to make some changes. Make some changes? Uh, yes. You know, I want to have the grand opening tomorrow afternoon, and uh, time is short, men. I've got to work fast. Now what's happened, Squire? Well, I sort of hate to tell you, fellas. I know you're going to be disappointed. What is it? What are you driving at? Well, I promised you men that, that you could be the animal trainers, but uh, in order to have to get the circus ready by tomorrow afternoon, why, I had to hire two other fellas this morning to look after that part of the show. And, uh, well, I'll have to ask you gentlemen to just step down and out and uh, let these fellas have your place. <laughs> well, 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 sir, that was just what... Uh, uh, of course, we both were terrible anxious to have the job, but if you think it's for the... Better men of the show are personal. I'm willing to forget myself and just put the circus first. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, fine, fine. All right, then. It's all set. <laughs> well, it looks like Lum and Abner's Circus is all ready for the grand opening tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, while we still have a moment left, let's pay a brief visit to the Jenkins home. Mr. Jenkins is just home from work. Listen, his wife is greeting him now. Oh, hello, Tom. I hoped you'd be late. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't oblige. What's the trouble? Well, dinner's not quite ready. Tom, I've had the busiest day I've been marketing. Yeah? So how's the budget coming? Tom, you'd never believe the money I've saved. Well, how do you do it? I can't. Well, Mrs. Green, help me. She knows the best places to shop. Remember what we used to pay for eggs? No, what? Well, of course, you wouldn't know. But anyway, I saved four cents a dozen. Hmm. Go on. What else? Well, I saved 18 cents on a ham. And it's just the same kind that we always get. Sounds pretty good. So how about my malted milk, by the way? Did you get that? Oh, yes. And, and I got the biggest bargain you ever saw. What, in Horlicks? Why? Well, it, it isn't Horlicks, Tom, but it's just as good. Now, who told you that? The clerk in the store. He said Never that... mind what he said. Now, listen, Jane. That budget idea is all right. Keep it up. But, gee, don't go to extremes. Now, you know what happened the last time we tried a cheap imitation of Horlicks. Yes, but, Tom... Now, we can save without doing that. Cut down on anything else you like. But, Jane, it's got to be Horlicks. And Tom's right. It must be Horlicks. 
If you've got to cut down on expenses, cut down on something else besides malted milk. It's false economy to buy any malted milk but Horlicks, as thousands are finding out. Remember, Horlicks is the original malted milk that gives you full value in nutrition and flavor that brings results. This is Carlton Brickert speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks, who now bid you all good night and good health. <laughs> <laughs> 